Parashat Vayeshev Summary The twelve Shevatim were Tzadikim Gemurim. However, when they saw that Yaakov treated Yosef differently, by spending special learning time with him, and by giving him a beautiful multicolored garment, a ketonet pasim, deep down this caused the tribes to feel jealous of Yosef. Yosef had two dreams. In his first, he and the tribes were bundling grain. Yosef's bundle stood up and was surrounded by his brother's bundles of grain. Their bundles bowed down to his. The Shevatim interpreted as Yosef wanting to rule over them. In his second dream, the sun, moon, and eleven stars, representing his father, mother, and brothers, bowed down to him. Yaakov dismissed this dream, but in his heart, he knew it would come true. One day, Yaakov sent Yosef to check on his brothers, who were shepherding near Shechem. He was told that his brothers left and was directed to the city of Dotan. When his brothers saw him approaching, they decided that according to Halacha, he deserved to be killed. Reuven suggested that instead of killing him, they should throw him into a pit, and if he deserved to die, he would. Reuven's real plan was to come back later when the brothers weren't looking and rescue him. The brothers agreed and moved Yosef's ketonet pasim and threw him into the pit. After doing so, Reuven, who left to go back and serve Yaakov, the brothers sat down to eat. While they were eating, a caravan of Arabs came by. Huda suggested that instead of letting Yosef die, they should sell him as a slave to Egypt, and that outcome would be the same as if he would die. So the brothers agreed, and Yosef began his journey down to Egypt. In the meantime, Reuven returned and tore his clothing when he saw that Yosef was missing. The brothers decided to take Yosef's ketonet and dip it into goat's blood. They showed it to Yaakov, and Yaakov concluded that Yosef must have died, and he refused to be consoled. The brothers blamed Yehuda for Yaakov's pain and removed him from his position of leadership. During the next 22 years, Yehuda's son, Er, was married to Tamar. When Er died, she married his next son, Onan. When he died as well, Hashem arranged that Yehuda would marry her himself. They had twins, Zerach and Peretz. Peretz had a grandchild many years later, eventually known to be David Amelech, and Mashiach would come from him. When Yosef arrived in Egypt, he was sold to Potiphar, the royal butcher. Potiphar, seeing the bracha that Yosef brought up with him, placed Yosef in charge of his belongings. Yosef started getting comfortable and brought a test on himself. One day, Potiphar's wife called over Yosef and asked him to stay with her. Yosef refused to lay with her. Potiphar's wife kept bothering him many, many times, every single day. One day, when there was no other man in the house, she grabbed onto Yosef's long shirt. Yosef thought of his father and ran out of the house, leaving the long shirt behind. When Potiphar returned, his wife claimed that Yosef attacked her, and although he knew Yosef was innocent, he had no choice but to send him to jail. Nine years later, two prisoners were brought in, the royal baker and the royal butler. After being in jail for almost a year, they both had dreams. The butler dreamt of squeezing grapes into Paro's cup, while the baker dreamt of birds eating bread out of the baskets that were on his head. Yosef interpreted them. Yosef said that the butler's dream indicated that he was going to be returned to his position, while the baker would be hung. And so it was. Three days later, when Parot had his birthday, he reinstated the butler and ordered to hang the baker. These dreams were an opening for Yosef to be freed, but since he put too much faith in the butler, 
on Yosef's great level, he had to wait another two years until he would be let go.